Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Oswald Cardona. I'm joined by Lynn Keller. Hello, nerds. And Laura, <laughs> and Laura Taylor. Hey, people. People. Hey, geeks. Party All right, people. So, so today we're going to talk about The Eternals, the movie. Uh because I've never read the comics. And um, so uh, the reason why uh, I want to talk about this, there's a, there's a few there's a few reasons. I think it touches, uh, th- there's one main idea in it that I won't really want to to talk about, but I think it, it's a great m- movie with, um, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie and it has a lot of uh, pretty fleshed out characters and it, they each have very unique abilities and personalities. But the the big idea that I wanted to discuss is kind of, you know, central to the film. So if you have not watched The Eternals um, and you do not want spoilers, please go away. Come back. Come back later. Watch <laughs> um, it. If, come back. It's on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't know how you feel about spoilers, go back to our spoiler episode. I forget what, whatever, what number that is. Um, but I, I think about that episode all the time spoilers for the spoiler episode (laughs) it's about research that shows that when uh stuff is spoiled for you a lot of people like you actually enjoy it more it's almost like there's a buildup of stuff um i think it's yeah anyway go check that out out that episode it's a it's a it's it's got to be like at least 150 episodes ago it's it it was a while it's been a few years It's, it's been a while time so the Eternals. What is it about the movie that uh, I have not stopped thinking about? And this is the way I see it. I'm curious what both of you think. But I feel that there were no villains in the movie and that everybody there just had like a purpose that they were trying to fulfill. And there was no good, there was no completely good solution like in the avengers uh like in in endgame right they there's that uh uh tony stark quote where he says you know i want to make sure that we that we regain everything we lost and don't lose anything that we've gained like he's like i want to make sure that across the board i don't i don't want to lose anything right like every win 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 it, it was the plan and that was the the objective. And here in this movie, I feel like in the Eternals, there's no way, right? Like everybody, there's there's no way to please everybody. Is kind of is is kind of uh, the the message and the the thing that stayed with me uh, the most. And I haven't stopped thinking about it since I watched the movie a couple of weeks ago. Thoughts. Laura, you do you disagree? I did. Your I face, disagree. your face I, is I strongly disagree. disagreeing. I disagree. I disagree. Um, because I mean, anytime we talk about villains, we talk mm-hmm. about how they there are reasons for their villainy. Mm-hmm. I think that murdering your friends, your mentor, and lying to everybody. And putting out this two-phase, like, oh, yeah, I should, t- like, 
I, I, I'm fine with not being the leader. And, you know, oh, no, um, Ajak is dead. Like, so, so you think Icarus is He's such is a, a liar. He's a, he's a liar. I don't know if he's like... I also feel like Arisham is also a villain because mm-hmm. I think that... Once again, lying to all of them, not let it, like, if they all knew what they were supposed to be doing, that might be, I think my biggest problem is the lying, not the murder, (laughs) the (laughs) genocide. Obviously. Except for murdering your friends. That's, that's, that's backstabbery. That does bother you. (laughs) That does bother me. Gotcha. But I, but I do think that, like. Yes, everyone was put in impossible situations. I understand that, like, the premise of the movie is billions of lives sacrificed so that more than billions, billions of billions more can be brought into the world. I get that. Also, you're taking away people's agency and choice, and you are lying and, and deceitful, and then there's some murder. So, like, not just, like, destroying the whole planet genocide murder, but, like, personal, I'm killing you because I disagree with you murder. I'm luring you out here into a trap murder. I'll disagree. That, that, and, that, that's villainy. I'll disagree <laughs> and debate you uh, more as we, as we go on. Link, your, your thoughts on this, uh, on my, like, I... interpretation of events. I understand what you're saying in that even the characters like Icarus who are serving as antagonists to our protagonists forward momentum through the story, um, even even with the antagonism, he's still understandable as to why he takes the actions that he takes. Um, it's It's, I think, a good reflection that we see... Icarus, in an effort to uphold the purpose that he has come to understand, he is willing to sacrifice Ajax as a way to maintain his purpose. Uh, And then reflecting that later where Cersei and the rest of the Eternals choose to sacrifice their purpose in order to save the planet. And so there's Mm -hmm. like a nice mirroring there where somebody is still getting killed. Somebody is getting sacrificed in order to for this thing to happen. Um, but the difference is your personal mentor, someone you have a many thousands of years relationship with versus uh, an un, unknowable being that is coming into creation. You do not have a relationship with that person. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I, I do think that Icarus is pretty villainous just given the lying aspects like laura said is is the the deceit the withholding (laughs) the information like he had the opportunity he had the information and he had the opportunity to decide for himself that for him it was more important that he maintained the purpose he believed that he had but he didn't give the rest of his team that opportunity and i think that choice pushes it over into villainy but again, understandable. It's understandable. Like, how fucking hard would it be to be like, look, you guys. <laughs> so, big news. Um, we're here basically as like factory farmers. 
Um, and uh, everybody that we've worked so hard to like save and protect and, and help nurture and grow is about to get killed, eaten. Um, but like I've already decided that that's worth it. And so like I don't care what you guys think. It's, like, it's kind of shitty. Um, but yeah. Do you think that Icarus struggled with that at all? I'm going to say he struggled with it more once the woman he was he's in love with was like, hey, bro, not cool. <laughs> yeah, he like, looked oh, pretty cold <laughs> when now- it was Ajax. <laughs> Yeah, for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think I th- and I th- and I think that honestly adds some depth to his character. That in in the moment with him and Ajax, he was certain and he was sure that he was making the right choice for him. And then when faced with the rest of his team and their pretty unanimous like rejection of his choice, and him having to be like, "Oh, I'm less sure it was a good choice now," which. <laughs> then ending with the solar suicide. Oh, what? have you seen? Have you seen the memes? Like men will literally fly into the sun to avoid therapy. I I sent it to you guys just I don't know probably 15 minutes before we got on this call, but um, mm-hmm. a TikTok of somebody <laughs> who's like, oh, actually, did you know that Icarus can fly this fast and it's this far to the sun? So it would actually take him 12 years to fly into the sun. And I'm like, yeah, I love that. <laughs> what? <laughs> So we saw into the future. So, like, yeah, 12, 12 years, years later, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Icarus, like, into the sun. Well, well, damn, 12. He would have seen Air- Airship coming to take everybody away, and he could have turned around and saved them, but instead he flew into the sun. He, but he couldn't have turned around and saved them because it's like he's six years there or whatever. <laughs> I'm already a year out, you guys. No. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh. So, uh, did I did I bring this movie up during our Encanto recording yes. last time? Uh, I don't know if you brought it up during the recording, but or you after, said right? th- it was after. You were like, "I have an idea for next week." <laughs> and so, so the similarity that I see between them, right? My, my thing with with Encanto is that uh, the Encanto, the enchantment, is just a huge lie. Right. And then the family, the different people in the family assume different uh, or, or deal with it differently. Right. And some of them stay quiet. Some of them try to uphold the lie as much as possible, but there's also different ways of seeing it. Like I, I understand how some people might disagree with me that the enchantment is just an illusion you know, and a canto is an enchantment, an illusion and a lie. Um, I, I see a lot of similarities with, with this movie, or at least I keep seeing, like I, I saw this theme come up in between both of them where like, I don't know. Sure. Icarus, I get, I still don't see him as a villain. And I, I, I feel like he was way more tortured even with the, with the killing of Ajax than, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he saw any other way, right? Like there's, there's one piece of this where, which is, I mean, they're they're all literally robots that have been programmed <laughs> to do a mm-hmm. particular thing. And he's piece the of it? O- he he's basically the only one that I mean, Sprite, yes, but Sprite also just wanted to do it because she's in love with him. <laughs> 
Um, I'm Sprite. I want people to take me seriously and treat me like an adult. Does the most preteen bullshit ever. But if they're all robots that are basically programmed and he's the only one that can't fight against it. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they all have a choice, right? Like th- their programming is... It's mostly like input, right? It's like, oh, you have this much information to then start basing your decisions on. Um, we used the idea of purpose before, right? Like, so what is my role? What am I doing here? And then there's the, once everybody knows the truth, that that is the moment where, it's probably like my favorite part of the movie where you see how everybody, just like all of us, the way we, that we see it, right? Our belief about 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 everything, not not just what's happening, what's going to happen, our role in it, um, is so different. So all of them make slightly different choices. And you're right, there's different motivation. But those that believe that it's like a greater good thing, right? Because like without without the celestials, there's no people, right? So if we kill a celestial, how many Earths will never come to be, right? And then... Why is it uh, got to be in the only popular... Well, I know, because they need the people to grow it, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they explain all of that, right? Again, it sets up this this impossible situation, right? So, But everybody chooses a side except... <laughs> except... Uh, what's his name? Kingo. Uh, K- Kingo, right? Kingo's... He's like, I'm torn. I... He's, he sees it both he ways. He actually was, well, he sees it, no, he di- well, he disagrees. He wants to go with uh, with Icarus, but then he's like, I'm not going to fight oh, my right. family. I'm going to stay right. out of it. You're right. And you're he's right. like, fuck the people that I have been doing, that I have loved and taken, like, done all these movies with. And his See, friend but, is like, I'm so it's not, sorry that it's I not just, am It's not just fuck die. the people, though, because it, it's, he's, he's balancing the things out, right? Mm-hmm. And he... He's he's he decides right to him. The celestial is more important, right? You're right. And then, but his relationship with his friends and his family is more. He's important not willing. Than that. He's mm. not willing to do that for this, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's where he falls, right? So so like his is really interesting because of that, um, and that's why I like, like all of these characters we have like lived for thousands of years on earth. They have a relationship with the, with the planet and the people and different in different ways, right? Because Druig from the very beginning, like he didn't want, he was trying to protect people, but then he, his power, right? The way that he protected people, like take ultimate taking away of agency (laughs) completely. Right. It was like, I will control them. I will remove their agency completely as a way to to save them in his case like that's the power that he has that's the, the it's not his only option it's it's, but it's the tool that he has available to it's him it's the tool that he has available and, to and, him and then yeah. everything looks like a nail if all you've got's a hammer <laughs> that's right yeah 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 so that's his perspective right it's like no i'm i'm going to save these people and i don't care what you think and he sacrificed his relationship with his family in order to save these people and and it's like those types of things right like these impossible situations that each of them are are, are placed in and then seeing those things change also over time right because they they all they all show up 
under the same uh, pretense, under the same lies, right? And then as they find out what's going on, they, the choices that they make, I don't, I don't know. I think I loved it so much because of that. And I felt, I felt for a lot of the characters, like having to be in that situation. Um, Again, just super hard choices. And of course, I mean, I think, I think that's applicable to, I don't know, the stuff about, about uh, Icarus. When I, when I blink, when you were talking about Icarus' situation, it's like, how many times have we talked about parents, right? Like they make a decision. They think that they're doing what's best for you, right? And like they're, they're causing suffering. They're causing trauma. They're causing pain, but like they're, they're, running under their programming or they think that they're doing what's best or they think that the alternative is worse. And so the types of decisions that we make and to see this on a, like on this scale, right. And having so many different versions of it and across time, I, I can imagine um, this being extremely relatable for, to, to so many different situations and, and, and how, how we, react and act when it comes to to having to make a choice and how we use the information that we have available at the time and how sometimes that changes over time as well so theme that keeps keeps coming up over and over again so in in that sense you still do you still link do you still see uh icarus as like villainous we're not really defining like villain, right? But like, um, uh, do you yes. S- do you still stand by by his villainous? But but a villain or just just villainous villainous traits? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't diagnose him with a villain personality no, I don't, disorder. I don't think he is the villain of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, he. Like like I said, is is he? It's more in antagonist than villain, right? It's more that the actions yeah. he's taking are roadblocks, yeah, uh, more than anything else. Um, but again, it's like it's like the way that they treat Sprite as being like the young one, right? Is when they're just as, she's just they're, as old as everyone they are, else. They are all on the same team. They all have, you know, the same level of experience. They are all very powerful. They are um, all and millennia Icarus, old. <laughs> Icarus taking this sort of stance of like he didn't, he didn't become the leader when a- when Ajax died, but in in his like rationalization he is very much putting himself in a position of power over the others and that's shitty (laughs) Mm -hmm. i i see it i mean you're not you're not wrong well it's it's, it's like you just said about the the parent aspect is is he treats them as like his wards whereas like it would be for the best for them if i withhold this information and i keep this dark terrible secret of the bad thing that i did away from them because it's it's for their best interests (laughs) Mm -hmm. and everything and it's like given the information that he has like he knows what's up with thena and he doesn't pass that information along to anybody he, like it's, it's that that choice of 
him basically deciding that he's like, I know better than everybody else. That is that is that is villainy. That is villainous. So before, <laughs> that is but but not I feel like good. That, I feel like that the step before him doing all of that or uh assuming control over the situation, I think the step before that is that he 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 assumes responsibility. I mean, it's, it's not real. It, it could right? absolutely be mm-hmm. framed in such a way as like it was so traumatic for him to find out this information that that was the only reaction that he could have in that moment is to try and maintain some feeling of power over it. And in that I- internal aspect, he had negative external outcomes, but that's not really how the movie frames it. Mm-hmm. The, the movie gives him very much like he he opted into it like this is a great idea can't wait to kill my mentor <laughs> love that for me it's gonna be a blast well not only that but like can't wait to fulfill my purpose i'm ready to let this planet blow up and die and move on to the next planet and oh Maybe now my, my girlfriend mentor, will come back <laughs> yeah m- my boss um my mentor, my boss, the leader of my group, the one I'm, my purpose is to follow as, as the prime eternal, disagrees with what we were supposed to do. Well, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> and then I'm going to kill all my, fr- and then I'm going to lie to my friends. And then I'm going to, and I'm going to pretend that I'm going along with this whole thing and let them collect together. And then I'm going to stop them and kill them. <laughs> but you don't care about the killing, though. Only the lying. Mostly the lying. A little bit of the killing. They they all do killing, so it's kind of hard to give anybody particular mm-hmm. shame about that. <laughs> but it's like but the it's <laughs> the betrayal of the, the close relationships. Like, yeah. Sure, kill some some uh de- are they deviants? Is that what it is? Yeah. Deviants. Yeah. yeah. Deviants. Yeah. Eternals V deviants. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and there's even some worse things. Like now they're sentient beings that are being thrown into this whole thing against their will. I mean, they're the same. I mean, they're they're just they're, they're the same but different. <laughs> the Eternals are Deviants 2.0. They're just uh, slightly upgraded with a different story for them to mm-hmm. carry out the mm-hmm. the same the same goal. Um, and also like they they all uh. The deviants went against their programming as well. It's just slightly different, um, probably because they were less, uh, like uh, less advanced, right? So, so it was their 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 options um, were more limited in what they could do. They didn't have superpowers. They didn't have super, but also like they they, they were limited in, in like speech and thought and thinking and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like they seem to be more. Um, Again, like just uh, their their ability to to reason was was limited. They were they were sent in like, uh, but they, they were more animals than than humans. Their ability to to do stuff, um, even though slowly they were like evolving, but they were they started way way uh, behind on that line. So, so my my again my going back to my. Uh, I'm offering another uh, interpretation, right? To 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 the way that that uh, I feel like you're presenting it. The um, like I'm seeing, 
a responsibility on on, t- on Icarus's part. Like, like what happens when we're talking about family dynamics, where people start assuming particular roles, like either either the caretaker role or a hero role or things like that. And yes, uh, he he killed right. His his choice was to kill um, or to uh, he didn't kill her right. Like this is where I see like you see the struggle in him Sc- right. Scar didn't kill Mufasa. The the wildebeest did. Yeah, mm, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you're not. You're he not wrong. literally threw her off a cliff. It was gravity, to... not me. Yeah, Sweet but, Icarus. But Scar I can was fly. I forgot sh- that she couldn't. Not my problem. Scar was putting on a show, and I mean, if he, he could have sliced his, if <laughs> he, he could have sliced his whole little monologue, and then he pushes her off the cliff, and then the the deviants come after her. Again, he, he did his villainous, the the iconic villainous monologue. The deviants will kill you, and then they're gonna have to worry about the deviants and not about the the emergence. Look, I'm not denying that he uh, caused her death. I'm saying he could have blown her head <laughs> off at any moment. But like, that's even I'm, worse. I'm, I'm, I'm changing, her, I'm changing my answer. <laughs> the villainous act is having that monologue. <laughs> 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 he would have been fine if he had just like walked up and been like Ajax and then shoved her. Not villainous, <laughs> but he monologued first, so therefore, mm, villain. <laughs> Look, I, I empathize with, with, with Icarus and, and there I see him as like, I can't like, I love this person. I can't do it, but there's a, I don't there's think a, there's he's a greater... ever had a moment where it was, I can't do it. There was a, maybe I don't want to, and I'm sad I have to, but I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, no, I disagree. I disagree. Um, uh, strongly, <laughs> strongly. Uh, and, and be, because of the way that he's acted throughout and like, as I'm watching the movie, like I see him, like it seems like he's questioning what he's done, right? Like, did I do it? Like, am I like I know I made this choice? Like, could I have done things differently? Things aren't playing out the way I wanted it. Um, it's it's the struggle that I see that just like ah, oh, like it it pains me to see uh, that that character in right throughout the movie. Like it it sold that idea to me, or at least that's the way that I that I read it. And again, it makes me think about, in this case, but let's say that, let's assume they're all the same age, right? And it's like, okay, there, something happens. Who's going to assume responsibility? Who's going to do something? And in many ways, like he's been brought up as the leader. They all saw him that way. So when this happened, and actually Ajak is like the de facto leader, and she sees him as like the next logical type of leader so she goes to him right because like again we all see him that way and then it's it and that's where he then assumes responsibility right he's like no then i have to do this because our care our caretaker is no longer able to do this again uh i i see that's the way i see it it's like, oh, this person just can't do the job anymore. So now I have to do it. And uh, obviously makes terrible choices. I don't think he made any good choices, <laughs> but I think he, I, th- I, I think he struggled with them. And, um, and especially at the end, you can see like it, it pained him to have to mm-hmm. do things this way. And, uh, I, I definitely I, I, see I, I it that after that. Well. But in that, in that murder scene, I, I was like, he does not. Yeah. He doesn't care as much. I mean, he has a moment where he's like, 
I'm. It, he doesn't say I'm sorry. I can't remember, but it, you could see some remorse that he was doing it, but there was no hesitation in doing it. It was premeditated, prime eternal side. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Ajak, her story is that she she knows the whole truth from the beginning. Right, mm-hmm. and she has that scene, right? That conversation with Icarus, where she she says, "Like something changed. Like I cannot follow that plan anymore. Like these people, again, you're where you're weighing your options, right? It's like, are these people worth sacrificing? It's like, no. I think that doesn't matter how great." the the how important the celestial is i i feel like the people of this planet are even more than that are more important than that and they're worth saving and then she changes her mind after who knows how many like we we they've been done this on several planets we don't know how many times right we have no idea it's unclear if ajak like has previous memories or if she like them gets reset she just happens to know that that is happening right right, right. there's yes, still right, yeah. a distinction there yep we don't know <clears throat> yeah but of like but having saying- actually experienced a cataclysmic event and remembering it and being like well time to do it again versus just like i know what's supposed to happen but i'm finding it a little distasteful now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and yeah and so even even if she does remember we don't know how many times they've done this before um in her case, again, she she made a decision. She's like, well, she she changed her mind. Icarus was way too rigid, <laughs> all the way all the way through, right? Like he did not change his mind. It doesn't matter uh, what uh, what happened and what he was presented with. He just again he he couldn't he go like everybody had up to a point, right? It's like he was willing to to stop every but he's not willing to kill Cersei right like he was even willing to kill Ajax but he, like, he can't kill Cersei not Cersei like he loves her too much he can't do it right even I mean in a way even Arisham at the end he's like you did what you better you we're going to court and you need to prove <laughs> that these people are worthy of saving like who do you who do you you, you, you need to make a, a good case for this right because uh, th- that was not okay. You did not follow the rules. You did not follow the right procedures. You did not follow the form, and so now you need to you need to explain your actions. Because like I mean, tech, like he could just if he were so mad, he could just like destroy the earth. You know, I mean, it it it's it's interesting to see all of those moments, right? Again, Kingo's moment. Um, uh, did. I guess no one else really had did anybody else like struggle with their decision? Cause I feel like Thena so. um Kingo, Thena was all about like m- my person I love, I died. Love, yeah. Gilgamesh died. Like <laughs> Yeah. Um Oh fa- like like oh Fastos. Fastos he did struggle he's, a little bit. He's he is my favorite he didn't struggle. He, he struggled was, with what to do, right? Right, right. He didn't know how to fight it. He didn't know what was going to work. He just wanted to go back home and be with his husband and his son, which, by the way, yay, 
Marvel for finally putting in an actual character with more than one line, not making a huge deal about it. Just like, oh, this is my husband and my son. And, and neither of them died. Kiss. Neither, of, neither them died. of them died. So thank you, Marvel, for that. <laughs> that little crumb. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Way better. And I didn't hear anyone talking about it, but I also didn't pay attention after the movie. But it was like, remember when there was the scene in like in Endgame in the support group and they're like, they're finally going to have a queer character. And it's just like, I'm gay. An unnamed my, character. My husband group, died. Yeah. My uh, my husband died in the in the in the snap and blah blah blah. This was just it was beautiful and I loved it. So thank you, Marvel. Yeah. Um, I think I like Festo's probably the best. Like he's like I be, I tried to help these people. <laughs> they destroyed each other with my inventions. I'm just going to live this quiet life on my own with my family. Yeah. And kind of get it gets pulled back into it. Him not um, having like a ton of screen time. They still managed to make him like a pretty a three-dimensional really character. character with an actual arc. The the yeah. thing with the uh Hiroshima bombs and him being mm-hmm. like these yeah. fuckers do not deserve to be protected by us. Look at this. Look at this. And then cut to, so to like I love my husband and son. Humans are great actually. And I'm like, "Oh, so, gross. So look at, beautiful." Look at the way look at the way that he thinks, right? He he's thinking he's assuming responsibility for the actions of other people. Mm-hmm. You know that he created the tools, but he didn't create the he didn't have them make them do it that particular way right so he is he but he feels this responsibility whether he is responsible or not uh you know that of course people people will uh, uh debate people that will as take well whatever tool and do good and bad with it you know yeah but i mean like like your position on that right like do you feel he is responsible or not should he have not made it like i don't know I, it's, he probably shouldn't have made it and yet he did not detonate the bomb Icarus threw Ajax off a cliff. <laughs> this, this did happen. So, so Fasto's right. He's he's assuming responsibility for this. Now, later on, we see him struggle with the idea of okay, I can I can enjoy these two days with my family, or I can risk having those last two days to possibly, you know piss off Irishim and fight Icarus and do all this other stuff. And and he initially chooses to to stay, right? He's like, I don't... And then I, his husband is like, don't be stupid. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Save but us saying, if you can. <laughs> yes, but he's, again, he, he's weighing these two big things. terrible options, <laughs> right? It's like, die with my family and spend two days with them or try to save and and... Go up against die. these incredible mm-hmm. odds and possibly die and not see my family, right? Like, again, super tough choice. He makes a decision. His husband convinces him to do to to do something else. But it's like it's that again, just again and again, just a movie just presenting you impossible um, things. Like, there's some like I I don't know what I would have done if I were in his position at that time. I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that two days was enough to decide what to do, right? Like, it's like everybody has to make these really important decisions in 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 a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? This movie was like uh, uh, emotionally taxing on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
seeing all these people have to have to have to do this over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are other themes and stuff in the movie too, but I think, I think, you know, I think I've, uh, the, t- the tough decisions, the, the big, yeah, the impossible, weight, the impossible choices. Yeah. 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 There's other stuff, um, going on too, of course. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I like the exploration of like people changing their minds. Um, Cersei struggles with this, but like where, where Icarus decided to assume responsibility uh, and she was given Cersei it was imposed upon her mm-hmm. yeah 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 she did not want that orb she did not want and it's funny because they sh- they show that she is the most carefree of mm-hmm. them she's the one that's enjoying life the most right like she she loves social media she loves her instagram filters right she like loves her ringtone and she's more playful than sprite right like sprite is struggling mm-hmm. with like this idea of you know um being stuck in in a in a child's body but but Cersei is just like loving life and dating and you know like and like she's, she's going to the club going to the club right she's teaching. having fun yeah 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 and and then this is put on her right again impossible uh um just very difficult situation but like the world the world is ending do i go back and be with my boyfriend do i take on this mantle i have to take uh, like that's been given to me what do we do (laughs) but also like fighting your parents right and like Mm -hmm. and like going against everything that you've ever thought also learning that you've been lied to mm-hmm. for for your entire life that parts of your of your existence have been uh for hidden the 7, from you 7000 years you've known about <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's like it's a lot to take at once it's a lot to take on uh, uh at once and then on top of that have to make the decision right because mm-hmm. she she could have decided like well let's pack up and go <laughs> this sucks but um but but I guess they all have to die. Maybe I'll bring Dane Whitman with me, you know? Maybe a couple more people. Maybe there's like a couple students that she's like, Should we tell the Avengers? Nah. Should we tell the Avengers? What should we do? And her yeah. ultimate goal wasn't to stop the emergence and kill the celestial. She wanted to get both things. She she's, wanted to yeah. get billions of people onto a ship. And take them off the planet and find another planet that they could live on. Yep. And that didn't happen. It was uh it it was like the the Tony Stark thing, right? It's like, can we have everything? Can we can mm-hmm. we solve you know, can we lose just a little bit? Can, can I serve all- my purpose without the terrible sacrifice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I think Celestial is important. That'll be cool. Uh how do we do it? How do I not sacrifice how we, anything how do we kill all or how do we not kill all these people how do we yeah how do we yeah and she but finally she she makes a choice right she's like i have to choose one or one or the other mm-hmm. and and has to do it by her own hands in mm-hmm. the end she strangled that celestial <laughs> and she chose the people that she'd nurtured over seven thousand years <laughs> she yeah. chose her children over her parents Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little yeah. ham-fisted, but sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't... Mm. Again, to me, it's sold... It's 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 sold, like, how... 
that's it seemed like a struggle for 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 them right like there's just a lot at once and then just again impossible impossible situation and then at the end they took her away which sucked all of them yeah <laughs> anyway we'll see we'll, we'll we'll see in the sequel or whatever the next um big big event is um yeah i think we're gonna be waiting a while probably probably i submit that there will be a little morsel of something in the doctor strange movie that is my guess possibly probably mm-hmm. not possibly. much but a little mm, a little smack roll I, I talked to several people who didn't even realize this was in the MCU. And I'm like, <laughs> what? There were so, because there are throw the lines about it is so different from anything that the Marvel movies have. Like, it, it is. Yes, it there is are bigger distinct. crossover movies, but there are 11 characters, 10 or 11 characters that have like these fleshed out stories that you really feel like you get to know. And there's only a couple of throwaway lines about. The bigger picture. There were no cameos from the others. Like it, there's comments about Tony Stark and Steve Rogers, and and, that, and Thanos, and that's it. Like so, and Thor, and Thor, who I uh, absolutely, Thor. I absolutely do not believe that uh, King O actually knew Thor as a kid. I think he was being a little braggart, <laughs> mm-hmm. as he is. <laughs> Kumail Nanjiani was imagine- so good in this movie. You oh, can yeah. just imagine That's... the scene of them together and, and Thor's like doesn't remember that him. That should have been the after credit scene. <laughs> it's like I don't I don't I don't remember that. It's like we used to hang out. I'm I like, don't know no, you. I don't think so. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> and then Winks had him in a way that he, like then you don't know if he's telling the truth or not, like he like he did with uh, Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Um now one of my favorite ideas that's in the movie that's like completely separate, I think, from from a lot of these is Athena's. Uh, oh, what's the condition? The mad weary, mm-hmm. the 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 mad weary, which is this. Uh, it's essentially like they present it as PTSD. No, Simil- similar to like the sim- mm. like. Hmm. Let me let, let, I, like the I way they're presenting. Sorry, explain. Yeah. <laughs> the way they're pre- the way they're presenting it, it's like she has been through so much. The the brain. Like, I guess that's kind of the way I saw it after they explain what's actually going on. So the way they present it is, your brain just starts fracturing. Your mind just it's starts too much information. It's too much information. Like they don't because you're alive for thousands of years, and then. The, after the fact, it's your mind is fracturing from the weight of the things you have done that aren't integrating into your actual, like, memory. Like, these are memories that were wiped, but not completely wiped. Like, she remembered being on another planet and the planet being destroyed. Yeah. And the people that she'd been with being destroyed. So... um it, in a way, she had this like memory of this traumatic event. I like this framing. Actually, I never thought of it that way. It's almost like, uh, right, like intrusive thoughts that are like, that are coming almost back. like repressed intrusive yeah. thoughts, right? No, or or that they're all dissociating from all from of it. this mm-hmm. event, and then but she's it's like the a forced that, dissociation. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny, right? Early on in the movie, they told they they basically told us that they're robots and they need to 
run the defragment program, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Um, After a while. But I still still didn't think they were robots until later when they told us they were robots. Um, I I like that framing. I hadn't thought about it that way. I was... uh, I love that you disagreed with me and then you're like, no, wait, I like that. <laughs> I like it. I still, I mean, I, 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 I didn't. You didn't see it that way. It's, it's okay. because, right, right. Uh, it, it's a good interpretation, I think. And I think it works. I think it works really well. I was really interested in it because I, I love this, uh, this idea of um, the, we, our brains are limited and we don't have mm-hmm. enough capacity to store uh, so much information. So what happens over time when you have all of this information, like if we lived longer, how much could we really remember? There's this, there's this, it, this great episode of Doctor Who that I love that it's like this, this human uh, unwillingly becomes immortal. And then you, you see her thousands of years later and she has this library and she, she's documented her entire life. And she says to me, they're just stories. I don't remember even writing them. They're stories of like, my children and relationships that I've had and things that I've been through. And to me, it's, I'm so removed from it. And she's so upset about that, that she doesn't get to, she's not happy that she gets to live longer. She's just upset about the fact that she can't remember any of it really. It reminds me of a, um, solo journaling tabletop role-playing game I played called thousand year old vampire, where over time you lose memories because your yeah. brain can't hold that much so o- over time you pick like you roll the die it gives you a prompt you write a new memory down mm-hmm. but you have to choose one from another slot that you have to remove from your journal and so, an impossible situation like why why mm-hmm. why like, <laughs> do you do you forget the and this is i only got through the beginning of the game i had to lo- already lose like 15 minutes in playing I had to choose between like my first losing the memory of my my love and my marriage or like of a current one or of a previous one of the pre of of, well the only one because I hadn't gotten to another memory of that because I was a monstrous vampire I Mm. rolled pretty badly and had a evil storyline but I had to choose between that and like my best friend like the memories and, of your best friend. Yeah, all of the memories of my best friend <laughs> that I had. So Why? it was it it's a really cool game. Okay, 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 okay. So so help me I want I want to hear what you think. Like what is what's cool about that? What is fun about being in a situation like that? I like the building of the story. I like the idea that like it's like role, any role-playing game. You're building a story. You're telling something that could be optional. And it lets you play with the, like, well, if I had to choose, what would I choose without actually having to choose? Um, yeah, but but you have to, again, it's a, it's an exchange, right? And, yeah. And it's not, um, you can but frame. you move you can... the story along, right? You lose a memory. You're building a new memory. And... Depending on how you roll, it depends on the type that gives you a different type of memory. So, so are you saying that uh, it's like a risk reward type of thing, kind of yeah, like a gamble, kind of like like yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, and 
does it feel kind of like that except that <clears throat> except that there is like you always are going to lose a memory and gain a memory right so but, but i mean there's lots of games where you collect resources and ex- and lose them mm-hmm. and exchange them for something else or or yeah. there's or there are currency systems right mm-hmm. maybe you work so for this it is maybe the currency you is them. memories <laughs> right so i mean this is the thing about about uh the the narrative of a game or the the the, the story which is that there's there's a very different meaning to just like if it were just resources there's a story to how you collected those resources and all of that and and there's there's meaning in in the exchange of it from one thing to another and the and the time spent and the effort spent in doing that the framing of it being a memory mm-hmm. feels there's a that's a different flavor right and so even even if you're the not re- the reward right is for the character in the game you get to be a thousand you get to be a vampire you get to live to be a thousand year old years old and like have all these cool adventures and what would it be like to be a vampire in this time period or this time period or this time period? Um, it just doesn't sound... To, to, again, it doesn't to, sound appealing to you. That's fine. No, no, to me, right? It's like, it's so sad, right? To have to, to have to... Put, no, as a, like, And a lot of times a role-playing game is going to be sad, too. I think that's, so if, that's part of what is, like, philosophically interesting about it, right? Is, like, no. playing with this idea of, you know, longevity immortality whichever direction you want to take that um and being human to whom those things do not apply and the recognition of if you were to attain that you would something would have to be traded that isn't mm-hmm. that isn't a freebie you lo- you lose some aspect of your humanity when you stop being a mortal human and getting to play in that space also gives you like reflection on what things in your what own life your, as your you humanity. grow and age throughout your own normal length life you you are losing things you are giving up things you are cutting off pieces of yourself to grow new parts of yourself um we play on a very small time scale but through thousand year vampire you can expand that to like how much bigger could that be the stakes the are, are thousands you know, of years millions of yeah. years right so there's a there's a difference between like if there were if it was just like a board game right and then it is a currency versus i feel again i haven't played the game but i feel like there's such a big difference to if it's a role-playing game and they're like my memories and something that like there's a there's a just like the difference between watching a movie seeing characters going through something Mm -hmm. like this versus you know thinking about yourself in that situation and how you 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 do have to make sacrifices um well, and, and you do and have impossible a- situations and the aspect of y- you are writing out these memories like you the player are, you are creating yeah. it and so the idea of like i am sacrificing this thing that i i spent time and thought on creating and now it's gone and i have to i player have to keep going from there it's like that's that's interesting not necessarily uh, fun, but, yeah. but it, happy. It might not be fun, but it's, it can be fun, right? Like it, it sounds fun be, to me. Like it could be fun to. I love vampires. Explore the explore what happens next, right? The story. It's not necessarily in the situation when you're playing D anD D and you have a permadeath, and then you got to start all over. This you're not starting over. You're continuing the story. 
Yeah. I'm glad you brought it up because I think I think it adds perspective to kind of the the, the some of the the ideas in the in the movie, right? I mean, there there's it's a there's similar concepts. Um, just we we're, we ascribe different meaning to all of yeah. these pieces, right? So just like for each of the characters in the movie, uh, they ascribe different meaning to their relationship to Arishan, to their relationship to the people, to their relationship to the the other individuals to their own future potential. Like in Sprite's case, sure, she's in love with uh, Icarus, but also like on planet Earth, she looks like a kid. Maybe in another planet, she would, you know, she 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 would pass it as an adult or it wouldn't have been such a, you know, she wouldn't be suffering. So like for her currently, that sucks. Mm-hmm. For Fastos, like- And she's been dealing with that for 7,000 years. <laughs> yeah, and but Fastos has a, has, a, has a husband and a kid right now. So like mm-hmm. at this very moment, I want to fight. I want to. I want to mm-hmm. fight for 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 this. I want to. I want to protect this. Yeah, yeah. And it's a uh, same event happening a hundred years later. They might all choose different things because because the meaning of their different options would mm-hmm. would completely change. Part of it being the investment as well, and and. But also, yeah, right. How it's with like time, if if the celestial was supposed to rise up after the bombs, Fastus would have been like, "Hell yeah, let's do it. It's time. Absolutely. Let's do it. I'm this ready." Is, it's yep. given mm-hmm. his current situation that their current context, what they are actually existing within, shapes the decisions yeah. you make. Yeah, and that's what makes yeah. it interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and in that example of the game, like, sure, you wrote the memory. You know, a couple sessions later, you don't care as much about that first memory as you, no, you know, I care as you did about in that the moment. next one that like I came up with that was really cool. And then maybe I don't have to give that one up, you know, yeah. or I choose I'm gonna give up all the rest of them. The meaning and um, the value of things changes with with a change over over time and perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Which is which is like why I really love this movie because mm-hmm. It not only shows eleven different perspectives, uh, it also shows them across time. Yeah, I don't know. Lara said eleven before. There are only Lara ten. said eleven. Only ten. What? I, th- I think it's there ten, are ten eternals. Yeah, I said are either you, ten? Or are you including? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, including uh, the deviant Haram? deviant prime. I think that was his and name. And Arisham, you mean? Karun? No, Karun. Karun. <laughs> MVP. Oh. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite guy. I don't know. You said eleven before Lara said. I, I, I think. I think one time I miscounted, so I was like eleven, and then I was like ten. 11? You're not. You're also not including uh, Dane Whitman and uh, Pip the Troll and Star Fox mm-hmm. <laughs> and Blade. I have no idea who Pip people. the Troll is in comic history, but I got very excited that it was Patton Oswalt's voice. I was like, Patton, what are you doing here? Look at him. Look at him. Yep. <laughs> but you get a lot of different perspectives and you also see them over time. You know? Um actually and we haven't even mentioned Makari, but she was great. I just want to say. Uh, I think Makari she I a, think she's my favorite. Awesome. Makari was cool. Um uh <laughs> poor Makari. <laughs> she's like, Are we going home? It's like, oh sorry, we gotta sort we gotta of <laughs> <laughs> From a certain perspective, yes, but um, definitely not Kinda. the way you're thinking. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Define home. 
um uh, home is in your heart and we're already yeah. there yeah 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 so again i i i'd love uh the potential to explore this movie and 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 that idea that we're seeing them over time and even possibly like we don't get to see it exactly but we know that this is also played out for them in different planets as mm. well so uh yeah no freaking love this movie really really liked it and that's just and i'm just like, what, talking what about the, the story what if the reveal is is like no no they they do this on every planet i swear to god i don't know why I, <laughs> arsham's like i don't know why i keep sending them out these hooligans every time <laughs> dang it that would be wonderful <laughs> i have to rebuild like the, ajax again like come on <laughs> i know um okay so uh let's kick out a little bit on the on kind of some other stuff right like representation fantastic uh, this is like the most so diverse beautiful definitely most diverse marvel movie by far yeah by Mm -hmm. far like nothing even comes close the bar was low but they jumped right over it yep 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 absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely we have like a medium Um, level high bar now (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah right uh ability gender age nationality Orient, uh, sexual orientation, deaf, everything. Um, the what? Deaf. Deaf. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Different ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um uh, just, just, ah, oh, just so good. And then just seeing different places as well, different mm-hmm. real places. Yes. Uh, in, in many cases, right? Because mm-hmm. it was a very beautiful movie. Not in just yeah. like the beautiful landscapes that they showed, but also yeah. in the um, costume design and the way that mm-hmm. their powers looked. It's all really yeah. visually distinct from like other Marvel stuff. Um, yeah. I'm thinking most specifically of uh, Fastos with the the little s- golden circles yeah. and throwing those, and that looked so cool. And and it looked a lot like Tony Stark's. Absolutely, one hundred percent. When he's, he's doing the whole thing, he's, he's doing, doing the, the whole yeah, yeah with yeah. the hands moving it around, throwing yeah. things in the air to build cool shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, it's it is the, very pretty, very pretty movie. Yeah, the, the ideas that it introduces, just like it's just, ooh, it's so good, so good. Um, I have all these theories about where it, where where it could go and how it fits into other stuff, but uh, it's also I'm impressed that they were allowed to mention both Batman and, and Superman. Superman in yep. the movie, <laughs> and just uh, and 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 just copy Superman and the Flash like nothing, like even. Even even Macari's but colors are like the flash. Are, there <laughs> she are some, red. DC and Marvel copy each other all. Oh, I know, time. but this is the first mm. time to like see it. Uh, um, Batman is Tony Stark, like Batman and mm, Iron Man. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it go the other way? Wouldn't Tony Stark be Batman? Yeah, Batman, yeah. the older yes. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but there's I mean there's closer copies though. Um, yeah, there are there are much closer, closer copies. copies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, We had our first sex scene. (gasps) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sex in the MCU. It's so funny that (laughs) the only reason I people brought it up, I was like, oh yeah, I guess there hasn't been a sex scene in the MCU. They didn't have. They didn't have sex in. Yeah. I mean, we know what happened. Their their children were born. (laughs) We know off screen at least a couple of you fucked, but now we have proof. 
I guess what's the big deal? At least these two did. Because it's a Disney, because it's technically like Disney. Is that why it's a big deal? Sort of. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I think from media psychology brain, I think it it is an interesting and important aspect in that it makes these uh, immortal planet guardians more human. Human. That is a very human act, and it actually showed them doing it, especially couched within the sort of marriage scene. And maybe, huh, do you think it also... Because when we meet them, they're separated. It like reinforces how close they were before. Like, is yes. it is it kind of a narrative ploy in that way yes. as well? Yeah, yeah. Because sex means love, obviously. Well, and it's the only I mean, I'm thing we can is my own personal opinion here, but uh, also Being because surprising. Icarus and Cersei did not have as much chemistry <laughs> with each other as yeah. Cersei did with yeah. uh, Dane. Um, so yeah. I think they were like, oh, we got to like make sure the audience knows like they did actually 100% love each other at one point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and then of course the, the, the biggest representation uh, of all was uh, the Game of Thrones representation in the movie, <laughs> which was uh, distracting and disturbing. And I don't know. I why it had I to be laughed that way. out loud. <laughs> it was the, so the, funny the to me. Star Boy's back at it again. <laughs> and to see him say Cersei, it's just it's just too much. It was just distracting, <laughs> honestly. Uh, all right. Well, uh, any any closing thoughts on the anything else? Want to add, Lara? Nothing. No. Nothing. You good. Link. There was a deleted scene that I saw where um, Sprite and Dane Whitman have a conversation with each other that I am bummed did not end up in the actual movie, even though I feel that the movie was way too long. Um, I wish that they had left enough. they left that scene in because it gave Sprite a whole lot more character, um, and it also was fun it was a fun scene it's like them talking in the museum and sprite basically being all like yeah that's that bone dinosaur uh, is uh a deviant and you're a stupid little man and i know you like my i like i know you like cersei and he's like oh but i'm not gonna t- i'm not gonna get between you two i would never take i know you don't have parents so i know i'm not gonna separate you and she's like Ew. sure dude whatever it was very funny to me it was uh it it gave both of those characters um, more dimension. Um, so, yeah. wish that was in yeah. there. Check out deleted scenes. They're on YouTube and TikTok, and I'm sure Twitter. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I go to Twitter to find all my deleted scenes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for debating me uh, on uh, on, on uh, my my views of, of the movie. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you for joining us. Remember to join the conversation. Tell me if you agree with me or not. <laughs> in our uh, different community spaces, there's links to all of that in the show notes. For more Geek Therapy, visit geektherapy.org. Remember to geek out and do good. We'll be back in the next episode. Mm, bye! Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.